This is Bill McMinn from Makeable Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn, along with Eric Barfell, our youth pastor. And a couple of different things we want to talk about, the two podcasts we had to do, and one is Halloween, because this podcast is going to be out on October 30th, so 31st, the next day. And Halloween is one of those, seems to be a debatable uh, holiday in Christianity. And where I grew up, actually, there was no debate about Halloween. That was free pillaging of the neighborhood for candy. Yeah, right, right. You grab, you grab the paper bag from the AMP or Acme, whatever, you know, grocery store uh-huh. bag you had. Uh, you took off out the door in your in your costume that you went down and figured out from the local five and dime. Right. And uh, when it got dark, you turned out in the street with everyone else. And it was always on October 31st. It was never... Like, hey, the community's having a special trick or treat day. Before or something. No, it was always right on the day. And I think, and so we I think out. you're. I think that's how it was for me as a kid. Yeah, you know, I lived in a neighborhood across right. the. There was a pretty busy road across there. It was a couple of neighborhoods. So we'd try to go do both or something. Same kind it, of thing. It's so like it fascinated me because I went to, uh, you know, a Bible preaching church. Never heard one thing, not one negative thing about Halloween. No one ever thought about it. My dad was super conservative Christianity. I went to a Baptist college. And these guys, I'm telling you, they, you couldn't even listen to Keith Green at that college. That's how strict they were. No rock music, no dancing, no wow. movies. You got to sign a thing. I wouldn't go to see movies. I mean, these guys, super strict college. Yeah. Came to Halloween, mom's the word. Uh, went to seminary, a very conservative, Bible-believing seminary. Halloween, nope, not a problem. Interesting. Never heard a word about it. And then I'd go down south and vacation down there and... I would let my kids actually go trick-or-treating down in like Myrtle Beach and stuff like that. And then you start hearing like people frothing at the mouth about it. And I would hear a little bit in Southeastern Pennsylvania when I lived there once in a while, but I even went to spend two years in a super strict church. I mean, KJV only suit and tie Mm. tapered haircuts. I didn't even know what a tapered haircut was, to be honest. They came and told me one day you need a tapered haircut. I'm like, what is it? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So they were that strict. Yeah, it might be like your your beautiful (laughs) haircut. So I said, you know what? I didn't even know what it was. They never said, they never had a problem with it. My my wife grew up in a super strict Christian home in southeastern Pennsylvania. Nothing. Did you grow up, like, in a neighborhood? Or was it pretty rural? No, 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 no. It was, well... Six to nine, I lived out a dirt road, walk a half mile to the bus stop every day. Mm. And there was nothing but fields and... So, like, trick-or-treating there, was it... No, we didn't trick-or-treat there. Okay. We, tri- we didn't start trick-or-treating until we moved to Shavertown, from what I remember. And in Shavertown, our houses were, like, two driveways width apart from each other on sure. the whole street. And we, we would just turn out on the street. And yeah. we would just go... You would just trick-or-treat in your immediate neighborhood. You never really ventured gotcha. out from okay. that. It was just there. Okay. Because when I was in Coshocton, Ohio... I don't remember Florida too much. When I was in Coshocton, Ohio, it was a super rural area. There was no, like, trick-or-treating. Right. I don't think our church that I remember did any sort of trunk-or-treat right. type thing. Um, so what I'm saying... And, and then when I was older, it was Cleveland area. It was all suburban, uh, metropolitan-type area. So there was neighborhoods, you, right. you know... Coshocton, we didn't couldn't see our neighbor right so far away, you know. Uh, so I, what I'm saying is, I don't think, or to my knowledge, like a trunk or tree type church Halloween event was like a a rural type thing. Right. Basically, when I moved here, right. I was like, oh, trunk or treat. Yeah, my grandpa's church does it in Elkhart, Indiana. Right. Rural, you know. So right. like, I I never heard of like even the merging of the two. I don't ever remember my church having like costume night or any, any sort of Halloween type party. Right. No. Not that I recall my youth group growing up or anything. 
don't right. think there's anything like that. It was uh for us growing up, it was truly one of the funnest days of the year. Hmm. We could not wait for Halloween because yeah. we, you know, we got free candy. Yeah. And the only thing they would tell you about was, hey, watch the apples because somebody one time threw a slipped a razor blade and then you would hear they inject it with drugs and so you'd always every time you got an apple you'd always would from somebody and you'd look it over like so carefully to make sure an nothing was wrong with apple? it and then maybe just say yeah they would hand out apples sometimes and you just say no i don't want to eat it yeah they would poison the apple or whatever i don't know huh. i mean you'd hear these rumors as kids so you just didn't really bother with the apple and who cared because you had the snickers bars and the almond joys and you know everything back then i mean you actually got candy bars not little pieces of candy like mm, yeah right you know right. it was just a, kind of a different day but yeah for us it was always like a great day and uh did you guys buy costumes or just yeah, make them yourself or sometimes what? we were yeah i mean we were growing up i mean the vietnam era days or just after so we would dress up as soldiers okay a lot of times we would just go make our own thing up our parents didn't really weren't too involved in it and you didn't it wasn't one of those things where your parents walked down the street with you you went yourself mm. like you just disappeared yeah. and hour and a half later whatever it was you when all the doors started closing and you were you were usually the last kids on the street out there yeah, okay. you know what i'm saying when no one else was out there anymore and it seemed like no one wanted to be bothered with it we'd go home mm. you mm. know but it was fun and i never heard you know anything bad about it and then you hear it's the devil's day and, and satan day and so i looked up the history of it i'm like it's not it wasn't it was just it was a day it was more of a superstitious thing actually like in the pagan before Christianity came over, they were just, they felt 1031 was the, was the time of year, the day when they put all the sheep back in the pens and they were getting ready to hunker down for winter. Mm -hmm. And they considered, you know, it's getting dark. You're heading towards the, what they consider the dark time of the year. And they felt that 1031, that the veil between the physical world and the spirit world was really thin and that spirits could somehow enter into the physical world then they were they were they were superstitious about vengeful spirits they were superstitious about what might happen so they were looking more for goblins and ghosts mm. spirits fairies things like that is there usually a the full moon problem. around that time of year no not always it depends that okay. just, the, the full moon just cycles all different yeah, times okay. of you know throughout the i just think because like that always everyone everyone always acts a little crazy yeah the yeah. animals always act a little, crazy. a little crazy well i'm sure full moon sometimes is on halloween but yeah. i don't think no it's not necessarily always uh but anyway so that was kind of the thing of it so then what they would do is they would dress up and they would uh be wanting to kind of trick the spirits. Like if someone, a spirit was coming to get revenge, they would try to dress up like the spirits so they wouldn't be recognized as human. Because again, it was more like this big superstition thing mm. that they would do. Um, and then they would they would have, they would uh, go to house to house like the poor people would and they would call, hey, we want a soul cake and, you know, things like soul that. Cake. Yeah, whatever. And they would get food actually. So, soul food. you know, the soul food. Yeah, that's, that's probably the original soul food right there. <laughs> so they would call them soul cakes and stuff. And it was always on 1031. Well, Christianity came in. And I'm saying, man, 1700 years ago, 1600 years ago. I mean, Christianity came in and said, hey, you know, we're not going to do this. In fact, when I looked it up in Wikipedia, Halloween, the definition of it, mm -hmm. it was defined as a Christian holiday. Hmm. Halloween, Halloween is all is the eve of All Saints Day. Yeah, okay. So for all the Catholic Hallows Church, Eve, right. right, 
they celebrate their saints, which we don't as Protestants, but I mean, that was what the Catholic sure. Church is okay. then. They kind of made it uh, into a Christian thing. Mm-hmm. And then eventually through the immigration of like the Irish and the Scottish, it came over to the United States where kids would dress up and kind of go door to door, the trick or treat kind of dealio. Yeah. And then that eventually became a wider spread thing back, let's say the 1920s gotcha. to 1950s became a more widespread thing till now in the last 80 years. I mean, it's become pretty much something most communities are going to observe. Hmm. Now, I don't know if the Amish community would observe it, but I'm saying, you know, in the secular yank world, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you want to put it that way. Yeah. I mean, they, they just always did, but yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't like a devil yeah. holiday. No. And, and there was nothing that I read in all the articles I read. I read nothing to suggest that it is. Yeah. Yeah. When we, when we would go trick or treating, we'd always, you know, be a soccer player and we'd, Wear that summer soccer jersey or yeah, whatever it right. was, and because that's the outfit you had. You wear your if it was right. nice enough, you wear your shorts and you put your soccer socks on. You walk around the neighborhood. Right. I mean, I was the third out of four kids. I had an older brother and sister, and you know, put on whatever. Right. And yeah, go get the go get candy. I mean, again, I lived in a neighborhood with a with like big high school, a big middle school, big elementary school, just a big school system. So there's like tons of people right. out and about. It was a big like community thing for sure. Oh yeah, when we were out, I mean, the streets were full of people, and mm-hmm. and you'd always go at dark, like you didn't go yeah. in any light. It was like when it got dusk, you couldn't wait. You were just waiting for that to get dark. You were out the door, mm-hmm. and but usually by eight eight thirty, I mean, we'd all be home, and we'd all be looking at the hall. You oh know, yeah, we got that. Yeah, day, no, we would know, organize our candy, yeah, exactly. dump it on the floor, and trade with your brother and stuff, and that that's exactly what we would do. Yeah, it was a, it was exciting and. I, I look at it as, from the innocent perspective of it, it was just free pillaging of the neighborhood mm-hmm. for candy. What was wrong with that? What they were doing in 600 or 1,000 AD has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right, I, I look at right. that kind of stuff like, okay, well, if you want to say that 1031, you know, Halloween is a bad day because in 800 AD, they were whatever, you know, worried about ghosts and spooks and ghouls mm-hmm. and stuff like that, then I'm going to say, well, then don't celebrate 1225 because December 25th was every bit as pagan. Mm. And the church did the same thing to 1031 Halloween as they did to Christmas. Yeah. You know, they came in and said, well, we're not going to celebrate this witch named Bircha flying down your chimney. We're going to celebrate Christ's birth uh-huh. because there was a pagan day and they were Christianizing the pagan day. Right. So that's how December 25th got into us. Of course, for us, this has got nothing to do with us. I mean, 1300 years ago, what they were doing in Italy or Germany has nothing to do with our December yeah. 25th, our huh. December 25th. Uh, Christmas trees were pagan. Nothing to do with us. We're not worshiping the fertility God. We just decorate them up. <laughs> I remember my one adopted, I called him my adopted grandfather. He would always be bent out of shape about Christmas trees. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe it was way back when, but that's not what it is today. Mm. You know, so I'm not worshiping. It's the same thing as I, I've heard this, like yoga stretches are good. So when I've had a bad back at times, you know, I've done yoga stretches. And then I'm told, like, if I bend down and touch my feet, you're worshiping a false God. I'm like, what? Yeah, no. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not worshiping a false god. I'm just stretching out my back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not attaching all this, like, spiritual significance. But if it is something that upsets you, I would just go back to Romans 14 and say, look, to one person, one day is good. To another person, the same day is not a good day. Mm -hmm. Everyone make up their own mind before God. Don't judge the other people for it. And, you know, like somebody asked me, you know, well, what about my kid dressed up as a witch? I explained what my view of it is. I said, well, I wouldn't do it, but, um, and here's why I wouldn't do it. But 
I'm not here to judge people. Like mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge or throw stones at what right, kids wear right. what costumes. It's just yeah. not me. Now that come you that know? that reminds me, you know, you you talk about the superstition and everything. And that's where like the fear starts to come in. Right. And some people love that like feeling of fear and jump scare and i know you do i know you like scary movies right absolutely i'm on the other end of the spectrum i hate that feeling i i absolutely hate that and i think in a very real in i know in a very real sense um satan uses fear and doubt you know what i'm saying so and and sometimes when that gets into our mind it it, obviously it's no good so I, i personally uh, that's why I stay as far the heck away as I can from scary movies because right. I don't want that. And I know I'm thinking about it later. And then I'm like, I hear this like clicking in the house. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm not alone anymore. Someone's, it's like, it, it, and <laughs> right. then I start thinking about with it. The, with the yeah, right. mask is He's on. here to get me. It's right. like, well, no. And, and this is what I, this is what I think of every time. It's like, well, no, that's, that's that fear mentality. Yeah. Then that's where they get like the music I, and movies and whatnot. I, I never like the Exorcist movie. I never watched. I try to stay away from the demonic movies. They're not the kind, especially that, those. Yeah, yeah, that I'm really into. And do I think and appreciate some people pointing out that there is a dark side to Halloween? Yeah, I mean, the world makes a dark side of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a dark side of the phone. There's a dark side of Netflix. Sure, there's sure. a dark side of everything. And yes, I mean, going down the road, there are some displays I find grotesque to be honest with you they all live on my street i don't like that right i don't like i've seen them trust me i i don't like it either yeah you know what i'm saying like that's not my my Mm -hmm. cup of tea either but that's not what i'm doing and that's how my kids were dressing up as pirates and bumblebees and going and having a good time you know when they were kids not that so yes i mean i think in anything like it can be pushed to an extreme or something else i just look at it i don't think there's inherently wrong with the day and i've heard oftentimes it's a devil worship day i'm like well if it's a devil worship day they're doing a crummy job with it because i've never seen them out there i've never seen them out there celebrating it to be honest with you i mean i've never heard hey did you hear what went on at the union cemetery today you know there's a bunch of devil worshiper out there I've, i've never heard of it i'm not saying it wouldn't happen i'm not saying a witches wouldn't come out and use the same day i'm just saying that has nothing to do with collecting candy from my neighborhood when I was a kid. And right. I personally thank God I was born on Halloween. I thank God I didn't grow up in a church and made me feel guilty about it. Right. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And to which I would have responded. And, and some people were so upset. I've been told this. Don't tell anyone you're born on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Tell them it was Reformation Day. I'm like, what? I'm like, well, yeah, that everyone knows what that day is. You know, and that's the day Martin Luther put the thesis on the, you know, 98 or 95 or whatever the thesis up on the church door. And so it's considered Reformation Day. And I'm like, I don't think people really know, associate that. I was just born on Halloween. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not embarrassed of it. You don't have control over your birthday. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, look, Paul, read that verse in uh, 1 Corinthians 9, 22 through 23 and what Paul said. 22 and 23 says, uh, this is the NLT actually says, when I am with those who are weak, I share their weakness for I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone doing everything I can to save some. I do everything to spread the good news and share in its blessings. Right. So I'm going to do everything that I can to share the good news. I become all things to all people is what he said. And I think like you look at uh, a trunk or treat, one of the things I think is such a valuable uh, ministry of the church is this one of the days there's not a lot of commonality in 
American culture these days. Mm-hmm. They seem, I mean, we just tend to want to fight about everything anyway, you know, from the Star Spangled Banner or whatever. There's not a lot of things that everyone gets together on. Right. Tr- Halloween Agreed. or Agreed. trick-or-treating is one of those things that most communities and most people, they get it and it's relevant to them. And that's why it's a good connection point between us and the community to have people come to the church to shake hands. I mean, I heard, a, I, I saw people in church after trunk or treat that I haven't seen in ages. I talked to other people that said, Hey, I need to start coming to church here. I don't have a home church right now. They, we had a lot of really great conversations. Mm-hmm. I heard a lot from uh, our local school about how much the church helps the school packing lunches on Fridays and how exciting they are. And, and they just couldn't say enough good about Eagleville Bible church and how much they appreciate being there at the event. I mean, I think there's so many positives that come out of it and that's yeah. the stuff that I focus on. Yeah, no, for the second year in a row now, we've had a youth group Halloween costume party. Um, last year, uh, with youth group being on Sunday night, I think Halloween was on a Monday. So I was like, oh, hey, you know, let's do a little outreach event. I had a student, this last year, I had a student share the gospel. We did um, categories of costumes, things right. like that. So, yeah, I mean, I pass out flyers. I, I distinctly say costumes must be church appropriate, blah, blah, blah. So this year, uh, just the other night, we had um, we combined our youth group with uh, the Nazarene Church had their, had a party at their place, um, invited, you know, Tommy's doing FCA with me at the school, invited a lot of kids from the school. Right. Some of them showed up to my knowledge. I don't even think they go to church. Right. I don't know. I don't think right. so. Um, yeah, people showed up. He had a student, um, share her testimony. Like it, like it's, it's powerful. It can, yeah. And that, right. but we're using, we're using it for good and we're making sure it is, it is used for right. good furthermore. Right. I mean, if it's an opportunity to bring everyone together and just hang out and have some fellowship and, this is your first time in a church and it's Halloween related, but you're hearing this one girl's testimony and how God has worked in her life. And right. Yeah. I mean, we're not sitting here doing incantations. We're just like, yeah, people want to, you know, we're not casting spells and you know, no, it's nothing potions. like that. I mean, people are going to tell, well, this and that, not like that has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with this event. This event is just kids coming right. and having fun and getting candy, us connecting, being a good witness, being a good testimony. Other events that aren't, celebrated i mean christmas eve most people are getting together that's been another really good one for the Mm -hmm. church uh getting together for that the easter egg extravaganza has been another good one i would say anything sports related would be positive while game feast relates to a lot of people you know anywhere where you can kind of connect with your community Mm -hmm. and build with i I really believe in in a lot of the gospels built in relationships anyway so Mm -hmm. but now, on the other hand, on the converse side, if, if it's something that bothers you, I don't think a person should feel like they have to come. You know, I, I think, no, if it bothers you, then, you know, that bothers you. And you just, if, if you have doubt in your heart about it, then don't do it. You know, I would encourage you to do it and don't do it and don't feel badly about it. Yeah, but right. on the other hand, you have to also have to realize the point that we're making in it, that some of the stuff that I hear about Halloween is inaccurate. It's not historic. It's not accurate. Mm. It's just shade thrown on it. It's not the it's devil's not right. birthday. It, no, it was actually the All Saints Day. They're celebrating the the saints, and the, like I said, the the church mm-hmm. went a long way to make sure no that we're Christianizing this event. But I also don't agree with the dark side, and the dark side is going to try to lash out and le- leech in anywhere. I don't like. Do not play with Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. Do yeah, not right, tarot right. cards. No way. Uh, palm reading, any kind of divining, uh, witchcraft, spells, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I would stay away from any of that kind of stuff. Anything to do mm-hmm. with with uh, devil or darkness or the occult, I would say, yeah, I would, I would also avoid that and agree with avoiding it. And I wouldn't say, yeah, that's okay. 
Yeah, no, I would say, right. no, that's not right. okay because it's dangerous and, and spiritual mm-hmm. enemies are a real thing. Absolutely. And the devil's a real thing and demons are a real thing and I don't invite them to come in. But in something like this, John 3.16 is hanging up on a huge banner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. We're passing out Christian literature. Yeah, I think it's a yeah. whole different ballgame. So. so, yeah, don't don't participate in the darker sides of it. So even with, like I said, my decor, I don't. I mean, I'll carve jack o' lantern sometimes if I have time. Yeah, I no, I, I also think about the scripture passage was it Genesis twenty fifty. Um, the Lord talking to Joseph, what what the enemy intended for evil, right? We use for good, right? It's like, yeah, you can you can use a lot of evil out of it. I, I'm not going to take that away from anybody. Yes, I I don't again, I don't watch the movies, but that that demonic, especially the spiritual scary movie, right. absolutely, I don't mess with that. Because exactly what I said, fear is for sure a tool from the enemy, and they will use that. But can we use that for good? Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah, and we do. And I think an overemphasis on demons is not healthy. I remember C.S. Lewis wrote about that. He goes, one of the big mistakes the church makes, Christian makes, overemphasizing it. Mm. Shouldn't be overemphasizing it. You know, God is strong yeah. and God is powerful. Yeah. We look for good in in all the things that we do. You know, every every day of our lives. But anyway. Hopefully you've, you've appreciated this conversation, gotten something uh, positive out of it to take away. We hope that you have a blessed and an awesome week.